Hey guys, head over to the official website, which is now open, patriotunfiltered.com. That's right, guys, patriotunfiltered.com. You can find the official Patriot Angle Podcast merchandise on the website. Towards the end of this month, into the next month, we're going to have free shipping. That's right, guys, free shipping with Patriot One promo code. That's right, guys. Enter Patriot One, the number one promo code, and you'll get free shipping. So head over to PatriotUnfiltered.com for your official podcast merchandise. Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Let me be clear. Leaving August the 31st is not due to an arbitrary deadline. It was designed to save American lives. My predecessor, the former president, signed an agreement with the Taliban to remove U.S. troops by May the 1st, just months after I was inaugurated. It included no requirement that Taliban work out a cooperative governing arrangement with the Afghan government. But it did authorize the release of five prisoners last year, including some of the Taliban's top war commanders, among those who just took control of Afghanistan. By the time I came to office, the Taliban was in its strongest military position since 2001, controlling or contesting nearly half of the country. The previous administration... What? the hell is this crap? What is this crap? Crap! Broadcasting from the big peach of Atlanta, Georgia. A show unfiltered. Unscripted. Raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to today's show. Uh, We're talking about uh, the enemy within, and I think we know where we're going with this on today's podcast. And, uh, you know, Biden, folks, is just literally out to destroy America's honors. I mean, we're clearly seeing that in uh, in the presses, we're clearly seeing that in the briefings, we're clearly seeing that everywhere with this administration. And folks, literally... I mean, it's it's not just uh, my podcast uh, episode headline today, The Enemy Within. Uh, the Enemy Within, folks, we're seeing it. We're seeing. We're seeing this administration out to destroy America's honors. We're clearly seeing it. He's literally putting the blame game on a president that's no longer in office anymore. Saying, oh, it was Trump's dealings with Afghanistan that that set us apart. It was Trump's dealings with Afghanistan that got Americans killed. I don't know one American that got killed under uh, the Trump administration. Uh, Biden has blood on his hands. Literally, by me saying this, he does, folks. He had just did everything backwards 
with this freaking mission in Afghanistan. Everything backwards. Cost the lives of, was it 14? 14 American military personnel. I I don't know. (laughs) I mean, and then he's at the freaking, he's at the memorial for, 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 for the fallen, the brave men and women that serve this country every day. He's at the memorial. Did you see that, folks? He's got his hand on his heart, right? Well, his heart's like way down by his ribcage. It's where he holds his, his hand, by his ribcage. I didn't know Biden's heart was by his ribcage. His heart's supposed to be a little bit further up, right? He holds his hand by the ribcage, and then he's looking at his at his watch. What's the matter, Joe? You got something better to do besides being at a memorial on the 14 American lives that, that you're responsible for? But no, you're blaming it on another president, right? It's the other president's fault. He goes to say that 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to. Who the hell would want to stay? Who'd want to stay, Joe? Seriously. I mean, you know, it's on me. Oh, they were able to leave, but, uh, 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 yeah. Who would want to stay, Joe? They don't want to stay. They want to leave. Terrible. Terrible stuff. Now we believe that about 100 to 200 Americans remain in Afghanistan with some intention to leave. Most of those who remain are dual citizens, longtime residents who had early decided to stay because of their family roots in Afghanistan. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? 90%. They wanted to stay. They wanted to stay because of their roots in Afghanistan. Folks, I think this is an excuse because they're making up excuses. They have to because this is the biggest blunder in American policies and politics, American history, period. This is something that should have never happened. Never happened. The, um, the Republicans... Where are they on this, folks? Where are they on this? Uh, Here's a Republican. Uh, Higgins is now encouraging Biden to resign. Oh, yeah. Some Republicans of what's left of them, not the rhinos, the actual Republican Republicans, are encouraging Biden to step down before things get worse. Check out this clip, guys. President Biden has been in elected office for 50 years. It's arguable that he's not of his his whole and right mind. We are compassionate people, but we expect performance. And performance right now for President Biden calls for him to step down. His military advisors, their brothers, they know what to do. They swore an oath. We're asking for their resignation as well. Officially, by congressional resolution, we, most conservative of us, these resolutions have many, many co-sponsors, original co-sponsors, some of the most conservative voices in Congress at a very difficult time has stepped forward and put their name and reputation on the line 
to officially and formally call for the resignation of the of the United States and his top two military advisors. During this dark hour, let the hope and brightness of the American spirit lead the way. This frequently through the annals of history of mankind calls for a leader to make a courageous gesture to resign from his position of power. We call upon our president now to embrace this moment and at the darkest hour lead the way for the recovery of America by your resignation, Mr. President. Folks, I... Uh, I want to thank the leaders yeah, for doing... I, I, you know, I I don't know what else to say on that. President That's, Biden... Uh, yeah, I'm going to pause that right there. Been- um, that was uh, Representative Clay Higgins, representative out of uh, uh, Louisiana, uh, said uh, just yesterday during a House uh, Freedom Caucus press conference that President Joe Biden can lead the way for recovery of America by resigning following a disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Folks, I I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more with Representative Higgins. Okay? Biden has to step down, okay, for our country to heal and recover from the wounds that he is creating every single day in his administration. He is weak-minded, he is frail, and he cannot lead this country. We're clearly seeing it, folks. He is destroying the roots of this country. Please, please, Mr. President, step down for the good of this country and let somebody else that is stronger and more courageous and more powerful than you are, Mr. President, because you do not show any signs of that you are weak and you cannot lead this country you are causing nothing but chaos every single day in your administration we the american people pray that you listen to our demands okay in a mature responsible way we need you to step down as president sir because you're not leading this country with that being said guys i'm going to take a quick little break and i'll be right back after these words Google Fi, a phone plan by Google. With our privacy and security features, a built-in VPN protects you from hackers by keeping your connection encrypted and private. Features are easy to use and included with all five phone plans. Learn more today. I promised every citizen I represent that I would do everything in my power as a United States Congresswoman to get rid of Joe Biden. Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi can follow him out the freaking door. (laughs) I want everyone listening today on both sides of the aisle to hear these words. We were sent to Washington to represent the American people, not to watch our country give away billions of military equipment to known terrorists not to sit idly by waiting for the next election and certainly not to put up with an inept, weak and incapable regime that puts everyone but American citizens first. 
From day one, this regime, so-called administration, has been all about America last policies. And every day they prove that more and more. The father of one of our fallen soldiers said, hey, I'm just a carpenter. And even I can figure out how horrible this exit strategy was. We all know that we needed to leave Afghanistan and we all see how failed this mission was. He's right and you know it. His son did not deserve to die. The blame starts at the top with Biden and his hand-picked vice president who bragged that she was right there making the same bad decisions. And if not for her own dereliction of duty, she should be impeached for not demanding we invoke the 25th Amendment. It is time for action. Impeach Biden, impeach Kamala Harris, and throw in the Secretary of State if you can get him back from vacation. Take a vote to vacate the chair, to get Nancy Pelosi the heck out of here. I hope at this time, at this stage, where we are today, there might be a handful of Democrats who actually might join us in taking a stand for our fallen soldiers, for America, for the Constitution. And if there are any Republicans who have any doubt, know that you will be facing your own primaries. And no amount... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. It was more on the uh, the House Freedom Caucus. This time speaking was a uh, very young uh, representative, uh, Lauren Burbo, Bo, Bobert. Ah, I can never pronounce these names. Not familiar with her. Uh, she's a young Republican representative out of uh, Colorado, uh, delivering a blistering speech uh, just yesterday at the uh, House Freedom Caucus uh, press conference. And what she called for as well, too, uh, along with uh, Representative uh, Higgins that spoke before her uh, for the impeachment of President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken over the disastrous, guys. And it is, guys. It's a disastrous U.S. exit from Afghanistan. Folks, what we are seeing from this regime, as I like to call it, you know, as uh, the uh, young representative uh, Bobert had said the same thing. Uh, this, folks, this is uh, this is a terrible, terrible exit strategy on behalf of uh, Biden, Kamala Harris, and the Secretary of State. Okay, folks, we need to not only uh, call for an impeachment. I'm Biden, but we have to call for an impeachment on the entire damn cabinet because this cabinet, this administration, folks, is clearly showing no signs of leadership. They're showing no signs of foreign policy. Folks, they don't know what the hell they're doing. And we're seeing that this is setting up a disaster of a dangerous scenario for our country. A lot of people are calling it that uh, 
you know, a possibly another 9-11 that Biden has just literally set up. Uh, could it be a modern 9-11 that could happen? Uh, I mean, this is this is terrible. Terrible. And may I add in reference, uh, anybody uh, see the Washington Post, the timeline that revealed Blinken was away at the Hamptons the Friday before Afghanistan's government collapsed? Yeah, he was on vacation. Anybody see the Washington Post? Yeah, they they revealed that in the uh, on one of their headlines there in the paper. Folks, this is this is terrible. This is probably, if not the worst, probably one of them in political history of this country. Last Thursday, folks. There was two explosions outside the airport that killed more than 100 people, including 13 U.S. service members and injured many others. The explosions came after reports of tense and violent encounters outside the airport with the Taliban, the terrorist group that toppled Afghanistan's government in a fast-paced takeover less than two weeks ago prior to the uh, the blast. Folks, um... There's not more to say about this. Um, I just, I just want to know, like, where is the strategy that should be coming from the greatest military force in the history of this world, the United States? Where is our military on this? They're nowhere because we have weak, simple-minded, woke generals. Yes, everything is woke now. That cannot lead this country. We have simple-minded idiots. Simple-minded idiots that cannot lead. Folks, this country is going to hell in a handbasket. It's terrible. Terrible stuff. That's what you get, folks. That's what you get for electing people in this country that can care two shits about its own people. Because we've clearly seen since day one that this president is willing to put others first before our own. Look what he has done to people in Afghanistan. They are stuck, stranded in a foreign country. And sadly, these people will die, folks. They don't have to, but they probably will, sadly. Because you have a weak, frailed leader as a president that is not leading the way. Terrible, terrible stuff. But Joe and the rest of his cabinet are worried about going on fucking vacation more than worrying about its people. It's terrible. Terrible stuff. The enemy is within, and the enemy is this administration. That being said, guys, with more being said, we'll be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere. Patriot Unfiltered. Unscripted Raw. Michael Gardner, a host like no other. Unfiltered, unhinged, unscripted Raw. You know, folks, I, um, I want to go into something here that, uh, that even... President Trump warned us against a hasty withdrawal from Afghanistan four years ago. Remember when he said that? Yeah, yeah, let's go back in uh, time here. 
Trump actually warned us against a hasty, nasty withdrawal from Afghanistan four years ago. He warned us against the exact consequences of the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Remember that, folks? Remember at Fort Myer in Virginia, Trump delivered a speech outlining his strategy in Afghanistan and South Asia, where he said the nation must seek an honorable and enduring outcome worthy of a a tremendous sacrifices made and warned that a hasty withdrawal could create a vacuum for terrorists in the country. Remember when he said all that? Remember? His warning is persistent, given the recent hasty and disastrous withdrawal under President Joe Biden, which was mirrored by chaos, violence, and the death of 14 Americans by an ISIS suicide bomber, or what down there they're calling ISIS-K, which sounds like a damn cereal company. Trump said in his speech on August 21st, 2017, folks, that was four years ago. Four years ago, a week ago, to be precise. And this is what the president said. I arrived at three fundamental conclusions about America's core interests in Afghanistan. First, number one. Our nation must seek an honorable and enduring outcome worthy of the tremendous sacrifices that have been made, especially the sacrifices of lives. The men and women who serve our nation in combat deserve a plan for victory. They deserve tools they need and the trust they have earned to fight and to win. Second, the consequences of a rapid exit are both predictable and unacceptable. 9-11, the worst terrorist attack in our history, was planned and directed from Afghanistan because the country was ruled by a government that gave comfort and shelter to terrorists. A hasty withdrawal would create a vacuum that terrorists, including ISIS and Al-Qaeda, would instantly fill, just as happened before September 11th. And as we know, in 2011, America hastily and mistakenly withdrew from Iraq. We, we know that, folks. As a result, our hard-won gains slipped back into the hands of terrorist enemies. Our soldiers watched as cities they fought for and bled to liberate and one were occupied by a terrorist group called ISIS. The vacuum we created by leaving too soon. It gave haven for ISIS to spread, to grow, to recruit, and to launch attacks. Folks, we cannot repeat that in Afghanistan. The mistakes our leaders made in Iraq. And third, and finally, the president concluded that the security threats we face in Afghanistan and the broader region are immense. Today, 20 U.S.-designated foreign terrorist organizations are active in Afghanistan and Pakistan, the highest concentration in any region anywhere in the world. For its part, Pakistan often gives safe haven 
to agents of chaos, violence, and terror. The threat is worse because Pakistan and India are two nuclear armed states whose tense relations threaten to spiral into conflict. And that could happen. No one denies that we could inherit a challenging and troubling situation in Afghanistan and South Asia. But we do not have the luxury of going back in time and making different or better decisions. And I, and I quote here, folks, and this is what Trump is saying. When I became president, I was given a bad and very complex hand. But I fully knew what I was getting into. Big problems. But one way or another, these problems will be solved. I'm a problem solver. And in the end, we will win. Well, are we winning under uh, Biden? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And this is what the president was saying. Check this out, guys. Remember the big speech? Here we go. I arrived at three fundamental conclusions about America's core interests in Afghanistan. First, our nation must seek an honorable and enduring outcome worthy of the tremendous sacrifices that have been made, especially the sacrifices of lives. The men and women who serve our nation in combat deserve a plan for victory. They deserve the tools they need and the trust they have earned to fight and to win. Second, the consequences of a rapid exit are both predictable and unacceptable. 9-11, the worst terrorist attack in our history, was planned and directed from Afghanistan because that country was ruled by a government that gave comfort and shelter to terrorists. A- yeah, I- I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I mean, you could see what, what he was saying, right, folks? You could see what he was saying. Warned us about a rapid exit in Afghanistan and the consequences it was going to bring to us. What does Biden do? Completely the opposite. Rushes the entire damn thing so he can get the credit. I got everybody out of Afghanistan. It was me. It was we. It was me. Yeah. And look at the consequences you, you created. A new vacuum of brand new terrorists to rule that country and perhaps put a security threat on, on our own country, our people. Have you thought about that, Joe? Have you thought it through? Have you? Folks, let me say one thing here. Let me really say one thing. Okay? You know the only reason you have a Republican Party, right? It's because the Democrats have horrible policy. They do. And we're clearly seeing that. Clearly seeing that. That's the only reason why Republicans even exist is because of how bad the the, the, the Democrats, excuse me, are on policy. I'd like to have an investigation to see if these Democrats are literally in favor of any American citizen in this own country. I'd really like to, because we do have a right now to even criticize Biden's agenda and mishandling of the Afghanistan withdrawal. This is unacceptable. Folks, this is really, really bad. Terrible stuff. In a recent poll now, now they're saying that we don't need to get into the 25th Amendment, impeachment, weeds. Somebody needs to be court-martialed 
for U.S. military deaths. Yeah, I think that court-martial should go to the President of the United States because he has a lot of blood on his hand for U.S. military deaths. This is a president that literally abandoned his own people in a foreign country, left them to die. Is this president for America or is he for something else? Well, according to a uh, big publisher, big book publisher, Michael Moore, he's given his statement on the Afghanistan withdrawal, saying that we're all blessed to have Joe Biden in the White House. Oh, we are? We're blessed, huh? We're blessed, Michael, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's coming from the uh, the leftist av- uh, uh, activist, Michael Moore. We're all blessed. But then he go he he went to continue in his closing. I am so proud of President Biden, who I did not vote for in the Michigan primary. I voted for and I worked for Bernie Sanders. I have been completely surprised and feeling that we're all blessed to have Joe Biden in the White House in, in these last few months. His first year in office, all the things that he has done, not just in standing bravery and never walking it back like a politician, and especially a Democratic politician would, they would get afraid, the Republicans and the right wing, telling them that he was a coward and withdrawing from Afghanistan. Democrats have such a history of walking things back like this. Is this guy on, like, drugs or something? This president, does Michael Moore have any idea of what this president has just done? He did everything backwards with Afghanistan. Everything backwards. He didn't do anything right. He did it backwards. I mean, does anybody understand what this president has, has done? He has abandoned lives. American lives in Afghanistan. But then he goes into a speech saying, oh, well, some of them wanted to stay. Who the hell would want to stay? You you name one person that wanted to stay. Oh, they had roots in Afghanistan. They're dual citizens. No one wants to stay when you have people being blown up by terrorist crazy nut jobs. Uh, you know, folks, I the enemy is within. And we're clearly seeing that every single day. Clearly seeing it. Folks, thank you for tuning into today's podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast, an anchor platform.